welcome everybody. I have a special guest, guest number two. He's a person I was involved with in network marketing a long time ago when we were doing business, but we also became friends. And he's one of those friends that I think I would always, I always thought we were cool, but then life happens and we just go our separate ways, but it's good to always catch up and, and, uh, and actually I haven't talked to you, Tony, in a long time. And so that's true. Yeah. 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 But I always see you doing stuff on social media. I always like the work you do. I always knew you're kind of a, a tech and gadget nerd. I always think that's cool. Yep. You always have the newest <laughs> stuff, which relates to the job you have now working for a big tech company. And yep. you also have a YouTube channel, Lazy Tech TV, which I sometimes watch as I'm also oh, cool. into Thanks, buying gadgets and toys. Nice, nice. So this is my guest, my good friend, Tony Hannity's. What's going on, guys? So Tony, what you've been working on? So uh, my day job um, is, as, as John mentioned, is with a fairly big tech firm, the largest software company. Well, I don't know if they're the largest anymore, but the <laughs> largest software company uh, in the world, uh, which would be Microsoft. And um, for the longest time, honestly, like the job that I have now is the job that I've wanted for, for years. And that is training. Like, I don't mind the sales floor. I don't mind commission sales. I get it. I get, uh, you know, invigorated by the uh, angst and the intensity that can be there. But I also get really uh, overwhelmed and stressed by it as well, too. Um, but I always feel like, especially when you and I were in the network marketing company, I did a lot of those trainings but I couldn't really walk that walk. I was really good at talking. <laughs> I was really good at you know, getting, fired, getting people fired up and things like that. And so that's what I do for Microsoft. I, I go into the retail channels with our respective partners, whether it be Best Buy or Costco, GameStop. And not only do I just talk about you know, Xbox and Windows 10, but I get to demo it as well too. Uh, in, in addition to that, they send me to different events like CES or E3. So it really wholeheartedly ties into like my whole tech background. So I love my job, dude. Like if uh, if I had to change my change my jobs right now, um, the only thing that I would make it different would be maybe actually managing people within our team. Um, but yeah, we'll see how things go. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes I'll watch your stories or your social media content or your YouTube videos when you go to those conferences, and I'm just like, man. That's like the coolest stuff. And um, and let me, I, I wanted to kind of ask this because I do like to uh, go online and see what's the coolest technologies coming out. Sure. What, what do you think is the kind of a hot new technology that's coming out and, and it's going to well, become a little more mainstream and blow people's I mean, minds? Or Yeah. I mean, I, I think right now uh, we've seen the uh, surgence of AI, you know, artificial uh, intelligence um, in the form of uh, virtual assistants, voice assistants, whether it be Cortana, mm -hmm. Siri, Google, uh, obviously Amazon's uh, Echo. And, um, or Alexa, I think, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Alexa, Echo, same thing. Right, yeah. I try not to say the wake word because people who listen – their action, their unit might go off, <laughs> and she might say, "I have no idea what you want me to do right now." I'm like, God, you guys, 
Um, but no, the, uh, the, the whole idea of the Star Trek world that we all kind of grew up with, where you could just say computer, blah, 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 blah. Yep, we are, yep. we are almost there, especially if you have, you know, Philips hue lights or a nest, um, a nest thermostat where you can just say, turn the heat up to then. And, and it's really cool. Um, but we are getting over the hump of a lot of just trial and error to see what really works in the real world. Uh, but, but also like how we can really make these things smarter through things like neural nets and uh, really trying to artificially create a brain. But the problem with that is it invades privacy. So as the human race, we want all the cool things for convenience, but then we also want our privacy. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but we can't, we can't have both. We just can't. So it, it, it's going to be, it, it's, it's going to be a, uh, you know, an uphill battle. And we're slowly kind of hacking away at, you know, as, as a society, learning what we're, what we're um, okay with giving up, as well as what kind of laws we need to instill to make sure we don't give up everything. And so it's, it's that for at least this year, that is a big focus. I mean, like last year was VR. There, everything mm -hmm. was VR and mm -hmm. AR and stuff like that. Um, now that is kind of like taking a, I wouldn't say a backseat. But AI definitely. Um, so for for you for your friends that are developers, if they just look up any developer conference, um, even with virtual reality and, and and gaming, there's a lot of AI in gaming, things like that, eye tracking and whatnot. So it's 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 crazy. Oh, really? Eye tracking? That's great. Talking about the voice, I just got it for White Elephant for Christmas. Nice. I, had, I got the Google Home. And, yeah. And last week or two weeks ago, I had a fever. And I said, hey, maybe this is the final, this is the time I'll actually use it. And then uh, <laughs> it was pretty fun. Like I had to tell, tell me jokes and bedtime stories yeah. and, yeah. you know, like, hey, Google, turn on uh, Netflix. And yep. yeah, I do see it being, it was really convenient to use. And if I'm cooking, I could have it check the news for me at the same time. Yep. It could be a timer when you're cooking. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Hey, countdown to give me a timer for 10 minutes or five minutes. Yeah, it was really right. fun to use. And, I, and I, I do hear that when people say, like what you were talking about, I think that's called like machine learning, where mm -hmm. it just kind of keeps collecting more and more data to get smarter. So it right. knows our tendencies, our preferences, just so it makes hopefully our life easier. But in the same right. time, when is, it, when is it crossing the line of us giving it too much information? Exactly. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, pe people want to have that natural language, you know, when, when we came out with one of the first uh, AIs, or what we would, it's not real AI, but what we consider to be AI back in the 70s, and it was a computer talking back to the person, people were like, wow, that's cool, but it sounds like a computer, I want it to sound like a human. But in order for it to sound like a human, like you said, it has to gather all this data to get all this influx of our of our verbal tendencies and on top of that we're just talking about english you put on <laughs> top of you know mandarin cantonese japanese tagalog ilgano french spanish all that i mean there, there's so much um that is going to you know cause a huge influx of data that is going to be out there in the ether and the the biggest the biggest question is how are these companies going to be responsible with that data. And we've already seen a bunch of data breaches, you know, that are, they're not really connected, but the fact that there can be data breaches, that's scary enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
that's cool. I think it's cool that you're working in the tech field and 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 into it. And I I always like watching all your stuff. And for your actual job, you train people at some of these different retail locations on right. different Microsoft products. Exactly. Um, so so my job is if you go to a Best Buy and you find yourself in the Xbox aisle and you're let's say you're a PlayStation person and you're considering getting an Xbox. Um, not just switching over, but just having a secondary console. My job is to make sure that the blue shirts tell you exactly what you need to know um, instead of going off of something that they saw on Reddit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that, that, that is my job. Like if I've, if I've been able to delegate the proper verbiage and the proper kind of tone that Microsoft as a whole is trying to convey to gamers that like what the Xbox One X can do, then great. But if you go to a store and they're just like, yeah, it's a, it's a console, it's new, it's the best one, and you ask, well, why? I don't know, it just is. <laughs> well, then, I, then I didn't do my job, or they didn't listen, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes me think about working out. Like Some people have uh, bro science where they're saying, this is the way you should do it <laughs> because I'm buff and you should listen to me. But yeah, when it comes right. from the real, like more reliable source, and for your case, coming straight from the actual company that developed the product, then you actually have people who work at these places that are knowledgeable and could explain it correctly. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, there's, a, there's a pro and con to getting it from the horse's mouth because the horse's mouth is going to be biased, right? So if, mm. so if I'm standing there and I'm trying to get you to buy an Xbox, of course, I'm going to try and get you to buy an Xbox. And if you ask me about a PlayStation, I might say one or two quote-unquote bad things about PlayStation. The reality is, though, no matter who you talk to, you're going to get some sort of bias. So the best I, I can do, at least for my job, is to not burn the bridge to PlayStation, but at least say, well, it's good, but these are some of the down, you know, the, its downfalls. But Xbox itself has some of its own downfalls, blah, 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 and, and hopefully uh, come to a you know, close of sale there. Mm -hmm. But um, the, the, the selling aspect, again, with, with, is something that I really I, I don't mind. I, I, I enjoy it. And there's no stress, no like uh, an abundance of stress to, for the selling. But uh, training in like a classroom atmosphere or like a convention style atmosphere, uh, that's something that I really, I really enjoy. And something I, like when you, you and I were in the network marketing companies, both of them, like we would train Saturday mornings at 1045. And I just I just loved it. You know, I just I just loved you know, just just seeing people's eyes open up, like, oh, that's how easy it is. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's something that I didn't know that I could do. That's awesome, you know. And whether they did anything with that or not was up to them. But at least me being able to get it out was was uh, enthralling. That's that's interesting you say that because I feel the same way with my current job. So I work at a community college. I'm an instructor and a career counselor, and it kind of relates to what we were doing in network marketing, the the whole business, which is just. Training people was my favorite part of the job, training, mentoring, yeah. coaching. Yeah. And so I kind of segued into doing that, and you kind of did the same thing too. Yeah, just That's in cool. two different paths. Five. <laughs> <laughs> just in two, di two different paths, but, uh, but, but, but similar in nature. That's definitely true. Yeah. I, want, I wanted to segue now into the stuff you do outside of your day job. And sure. I know you have... Lazy Tech TV, a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. I know you have other uh, other side projects going on too. Would yeah. you say Lazy Tech TV is your main 
project you devote your time to or, or what's that, that would, what's yeah, that's, that, that would be like my main side hustle. That's for sure. Um, I, I put a lot of effort, uh, way more effort into that versus some of the other projects that I do. Um, I also have lazy Tony vapes, which is a, a vaping channel that goes over like e-liquids, mods, tanks, RDAs, RTAs, uh, and then the whole industry of that. Um, I have well, what, what used to be a vlogging channel and now just kind of, Again, back burner, burner on the vlogging aspect of it. Uh, that, that's um, how I keep up to date on how the kids are doing. So I know, yeah. So and, uh, unfortunately, yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't really updated the vlogging channel. Kids are good, though. They're 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 good. They're growing up too quickly. <laughs> um, and then on the side of that, I I actually um uh, producing two two podcasts. One of which is is connected to Lazy Tech TV, and then the other podcast is myself and a friend of mine from Utah who I know through my day job and we do a, uh, a format called two, two dudes talking. It, it's, it's a podcast format kind of similar to this, but there's not any kind of real agenda or any kind of like, you know, uh, focus. It's just like, Hey, I have something I want to talk about uh, and I want to record it go. And it's, it's cool. It's very laid back. Not as laid back as this, but you know, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's two it's dudes fun. talking. It's like exactly that, you know. Perfect. I mean, title. I think. I mean, I think the I uh, the the one of the, our last topics we we talked about was, hey, do you like buffets? Yeah, yeah, you like buffets. Who doesn't like buffets? And he's like, well, I don't like buffets. I'm like, well, you're fucking crazy. Though. <laughs> buffets are awesome. Buffets dude. are. You're awesome. going to the wrong kind of buffets, my friend. You know. Yeah. So I go to the buffets and I find the most expensive stuff and I just eat that. I know because hey, you already paid one price for everything, so you might as well go all out, right? Right. Do you have a, a favorite buffet place, by the way? Uh, here, here. I, my to me, man. mine's is in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. but that to no, me. see, I I don't count that. See, that's Vegas style buffets. That's <laughs> in its whole other kind of like ecosystem. It's whole other world. For for like local like Bay Area buffets, I would say. Uh, um, I don't know if it's a buffet necessarily. Uh, Fuji's the the sushi place where you, all you can eat. Yeah. So yeah, it, I guess that's a all. Yeah. yeah, I guess it depends on your definition of buffet. If it's eating right. as much as you like with the set price you buy, then right, yeah, it's a buffet. But if it's so having like a variety is, of different things, that oh, maybe not. Yeah, that the place Fuji's is good. Is and then the yeah. the more traditional buffet, at least here in the Bay Area, uh, would be uh, Moonstar. Uh, at least the one in Daly City off of Gellert. Uh, I'm sure you've been to that. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't been to those two places. Oh my God, John. Yeah. I'm, lo John. I'm losing in life. You lived in Vallejo. You were <laughs> skipping a hop away from Davis. We had reps from Davis. How did you not go to Fuji's? I was broke. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, but you had two older brothers that could have uh, spotted you for a couple of years. Right. Man. You yeah. know, I, I got to put that on my to do list. It's always there just you the go. All right, there Fuji, you go. Fuji's I, for sure. I, I love like Fuji. the wife. Yeah, I'll take. Oh, I'll yeah. take Cynthia for sure. There you go. So I was gonna say for um, now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, that's fine. I was gonna talk about Lazy Tech TV, and yeah, what you do in there is you do a lot of reviews on yeah. different products. Um, just tell me more about that. I'm interested to know. The content you create as well as on the back end of you actually creating it like how much mm -hmm. time does it take to do all that because when i'm watching some of these videos and i know you work i know you have the kids 
yeah i'm always intrigued to know how people make time to do all that and what what drives you and what's your your um kind of macro level strategy um and reason for doing it like what do you see where do you see it going so the biggest thing for me is time management like that's something that i instill not in just myself but with my family uh with my son and whatnot um making sure that the the, the hours that you are awake that you maximize on every single minute possible um unfortunately that, that also means i am up late um sometimes till two or three in the morning so I do. I do sacrifice sleep. What time do you work um, in the mornings? Uh, eight or nine. I mean, okay. I have to get up earlier though because you know sometimes I take the kids to school and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but the when it, when it comes to when it comes to Lazy Tech TV, um, it used to be Lazy Lazy Tech guys, okay, and, and we were just a written blog, uh, and we were your run of the mill tech blog just like in Gadget, The Verge, you know, CNET. And we tried to be like those other guys that had teams of 10 to 20, sometimes 30 people. And there were just four of us. So there was no way that only four of us could do the work of 30 people. So we, uh, uh, through a lot of trial and error, we decided to kind of move toward YouTube uh, because it allowed us to have a little bit more flexibility with our time and uh, we didn't have like deadlines. So instead of pushing out news articles, the second that it hits the wire, we could take our time. We could take our time in, in doing additional research and, and, and figuring things out. Anyway, so fast forward till now, um, what I've set for myself is if I get a product, let's say, I, let's say I, get, I get a new phone, it comes in the mail, I generally give myself two to three weeks to actually try a phone out before I put out a review. Because you know as well as I do, the, the moment that you get a, a new product, you have that honeymoon period where everything <laughs> the product does is amazing. It's awesome, yeah. Even if it's shut off on its own, it did it so glamorously, you know? <laughs> so after about two to three weeks, then I put out a review of the product. Um, the review process, I, I sometimes I do an outline, sometimes I, do, I don't do an outline. And all in all, the actual shooting of the video can take about five to six hours, like in whole. And then uh, I use the uh, Adobe Premiere to edit, and I crunch all that editing down to like maybe five to five to seven minutes long. Because you know, people's attention on YouTube is is really short, unless it's unless they're expecting a, a, a talk like this. Uh, reviews they just want fairly succinctly. Um, so that, that in its own right is kind of a challenge because I know a lot of people uh, in the comments would say, well, I have all these other questions. Why don't you do this test? Why don't you do this test? Why don't, you know? So I'm like, okay, I can't do everything. So, but how do, how do, I, how do I speed this up? So uh, um, at the end of the day, anything else that needs to be done, we add to the actual website, lazytech.tv, and we add that to a written review of the product as well. So we've we've moved away from doing standard news topic because we just can't keep up with the news cycle, and we've done like how tos, reviews, um, explanations, evergreen articles, and things like that. So um, and and then it's just about dedicating like how how many articles you're going to put out a week, how many videos you're going to put out a week. So for me, it's one video a week, and uh, but then. For like events, like you said, like conferences. I just went to GDC, a game developer conference, uh, yesterday. So I had to cool. push out uh, four or five videos. 
It was fun. Yeah, no, I mean, as it's a gamer myself, I'm looking to kind of go back into gaming too. I'm thinking about like buying a system. I don't know what it might be. Maybe an Xbox. And I want to start <laughs> like a Twitch channel and like get back into the competitive gaming scene again. I'm really yeah, itching dude. for it. Yeah, dude. I mean, you just, uh, you, just, just like when you want to start your podcast and you thought you thought of the idea, you just have to start it. You know, the only person that's stopping you is you. Yeah, and so that's that's why I I have all these other projects because uh, there are sometimes that I'll have downtime with Lazy Tech TV. Like I have nothing to review. I can't do a how-to video on something. Um, maybe something mentally is blocking me. So I got to move on to something else that will continue to push me to be to to be better or to continue working to do something else. So that's why I have the other the other channels and the other uh, projects in tow to, just to keep just to keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. I think we're very similar. That's why I yeah. like you. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, other than other than the uh, you know friendly uh, similarities with other things that you and I both like, the uh, the the reality is like I mean we're we're both workaholics, right? Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Like, yeah. I I like working and my job and even on side stuff. And there are times when I was so into my job, I wasn't going home until nine p.m. Even though I'm off at five. Yeah. And so sometimes I became a negligent husband, but yeah, I'm kind of a workaholic. I like it. Yeah. I mean, that's, 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 I mean, even, even with my, my wife and, and, and kids, like that's, that is something that I have to be very prescient about too, because, um, for example, like yesterday, uh, GDC is only is, is four days long, but with the In time agreement, yeah. Okay. And with the time agreement that I made with my wife and the family, I, I can only go one day. And in reality, one day is enough. I, I really don't need to. It, it's not like CES or E3 where it kind of takes a couple of days to soak everything in. At least for the things that I look for when I go to these conferences, one day at GDC was enough. Um, but it, it's 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 finding the compromise, right? It's finding the compromise that works for for both you and whoever else your life immediately affects, um, and then everything else is just free time. And then you could either you know sit down and play video games or or just hang out with the wife or do both. You know, um, that's kind of what I'm trying to get Celeste to do is you know play some video games so she can play with me but right yeah she's she's busy doing her thing she's hustling on the side as well too and making things happen yeah i know that's true maybe i should get her on the podcast because i know she does like balloons she does her job yeah yeah dude no she stuff. i mean uh inside baseball she she you might you might uh, enjoy uh, having her as a as a on the uh, as a guest on your show definitely All right. i'll keep that in mind but yeah, yeah definitely like time management self-discipline knowing what's yeah. important in life and making time for that as well as scratching the itch that we have, which is to kind of keep ourselves busy and create projects and work on things. Yeah. I mean, you said it before. I mean, the, for someone, for someone who's listening or watching, if, if you have no inkling to do the things that John and I do, for example, whether it be doing podcasting or uh, making your own YouTube video or doing your own Twitch stream or something like that, if you have something else that you want to go do, uh, just, you know, make a plan and then just execute or, or even better, just go do it. Like if you have the dispensable income to just go do it, then just do it. And if yep. it's something that will show and give you enjoyment and you find it being worth it to you, even for a little bit, that might scratch another itch that'll open another door to uh, bring another opportunity to you. And I, I know it sounds corny and I wouldn't have believed it myself, 
but I I do now. Nice, nice. Do I have <laughs> headphones? <laughs> I have giant headphones. Is that Celeste? Hey, thanks for uh, letting me borrow Tony. She can't hear you, but he says, thanks for letting me borrow Tony. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only ones I have, babe. The wife just Sorry. came in. Okay, love you. Oh, yeah, going back to my other question, what's the bigger picture goal of Lazy Tech TV? Yeah, so the bigger picture goal is to have it be part of a network. So not be bought by another network, but actually create a network. So um, Lazy Tech TV actually is currently a subsidiary of an, a, a, another company um, called Tuple, T-O-O-P-L-E. And uh, essentially what that is is the parent company for a number of other um I guess you'd say projects or websites, uh, one of which is called Near Mint. And so it allows you to look up, um, like, uh, kind of like a look up uh, current auction prices as well as value prices for um, not just shoes, but also like uh, uh, what are they called? Um, like action figures or. Um, collectibles, anything that you would find to be a, a, a collectible item, whether it be a toy or a shoe or, or something else, like a really cool hat. Um, that's what Near Mint, if I remember correctly, that's what that's supposed to be. There's another completely separate arm that is uh, called the Radical Insider, and that's more on the business side of developing, talking about like um, the uh, um, you know different um, aspects of uh, code updates and, and new code language and stuff like that. All those things I have nothing to do with at all. That's all, all my CEO. That's what he does and how he time manages that. That's how he does that. So, but the idea is that similar to, um, some of the other more popular, uh, websites that a, a lot of your listeners would, would listen to, uh, like Engadget. Well, Engadget is under AOL, which also does TechCrunch, which also does all these other oh, things. I didn't know all that. That's owned interesting. By, yeah, and they're also owned by Verizon, which is a whole other rigmarole, and I'm not going to get into on this podcast. Whoa. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of what we're, we're trying to do on a smaller scale. Specifically with Lazy Tech TV, we want it to be the, um, the uh, I, I guess, the, the end destination for kind of obscure, not obscure, but but answering the uh, answering the questions that a lot of people have, but nobody can give a very good in-depth answer to. And it could be as simple as how do I set up this specific printer with this specific computer? Or um, the topic of our next podcast um, is iOS or Android better uh, with the current operating system updates that they have currently right now. And why? Like from a very non-biased you know, analytical objective reasoning. Why? And that's, that's, those are some of the questions that we, that we want to answer, because if we try to be like, like CNET, then we're going to get lost. But if we, if we can have a different voice, then that might help us, you know, grow bigger Then we get sponsorships and things like that. Um, we also work, you know, I have been talking about, uh, having not just one podcast show, but again, a network of different podcast channels, where we, you know, might have more focused um, things like uh, IP law in technology and stuff like that. So, 
Uh, definitely a lot, but again, with only two people now, it came, went from four to two. So with <laughs> only two people now, it's very, very uh, hard to, to yeah, really you guys figure are doing out all the work. Yeah, you know, I mean, I love editing. I love editing video. Um, I'm editing um, some other stuff for for another project, and right. I just, you know, and you uploaded just, videos today, right? I uh, I uploaded like okay. four. Yeah, because I did five, check yeah. out your YouTube channel a, a little bit today. Yeah, to, to dig in and. And I ended up watching your your doorbell review video, which had like over two hundred thousand views. Yeah, that's our biggest one. Which incidentally, is, it's funny because that review was. It, remember, I used the term earlier. It was within the honeymoon stage of me getting the doorbell. Plus, the company Ring um, did provide the doorbell to me, so I had this. You 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 know when someone gives you something, you, you feel like you're indebted to them a little bit. You're like. This is really cool. Like, is it really cool? Or am I feeling like it's really cool because I got something for free? Right, so I, right. I, I, I did am another, I really being played here? Yeah, well, and then I, so I did a follow-up video. Actually, my brother-in-law recommended that I do a follow-up video at, at six months of owning and using the product. And my follow-up video is pretty much kind of saying it's not a really good product. And, <laughs> and not, you know. Yes, but but the the main video, the one that you saw, probably is is the one that gets the mo uh, the most hits. Mm -hmm. Talking about the whole sponsorship stuff, I, is that something that you're really going after? Are you doing things like what do you call it when you put the link to the product on your page and if they affiliate pages, affiliate yeah, affiliate, affiliate marketing, links? affiliate pages. Yeah, so we did that. We have that with Amazon right now. Um, they, I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, if you're, if you're, uh, you know, for for people who haven't by this time, you know, checked out um, our website and and our YouTube channel, um, in the grand scheme of like YouTube viewership, we're very new. We still, we've been around since tw uh, 2012, but we we just have a little more than 5,000 subscribers, and. Um, so for that, like if you have affiliate links to even very popular products, it's only going to generate, you know, a few cents per month. So yes, we do have it. We don't rely on it and that, but that itself wouldn't necessarily be considered a sponsorship. Um, once we do get bigger and when we do get bigger, that's when we can create like a sponsorship package and then send it off to different companies and say, Hey, Dyson, uh, we have an idea that we would like to show off your product in exchange for either a free vacuum or monetary value or uh, or uh, an affiliate link where we get $100 for every person that actually buys a vacuum from you. Things like that. So mm. there, there's a lot of different things where um, um, in the contracts with sponsorships and every YouTuber and every website is going to have, uh, have it differently. And it really depends on uh uniques how many like brand new people actually go to the website or go to the channel how many of them actually stick around um and, and things like that so once we get to that point then um it's going to get a lot more confusing for right now the sponsorships that we're going to we're going direct to kind of a i wouldn't call them mom and pop shops but more like local shops and saying hey computer fix it shop in napa county um, if you would like to have your banner on our website, um, we would love to, you know, promote you guys or something. And in return, 
give us cash, you know, and, and if it works out, if it's to each other's benefit, then that's something that uh, can definitely happen. Mm, that's interesting. So that's how you make money. That's one way. A YouTube channel, one way of many. One way. I mean, the other way, the main way that people make money is monetization of your videos. So every time you look at an ad on YouTube, um, the creator is getting fractions of a fraction of a penny uh, toward a larger paycheck, hopefully at the end of the month. And um, and again, the monetization and the ad apocalypse on YouTube is a whole nother conversation I won't get into. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, just, just know... Uh, as a, as a creator, just know that a ad blockers do affect me. Um, and B, um, when you click that skip ad button, uh -huh. we also don't get paid. Oh, really? Yeah. So if oh, you have, you have to either... like all the time. So, so I, I feel I, like if, I, you're, I if you're an ad, you have to like really capture someone's attention in those first two or three seconds. The five, seconds. five seconds. I mean, that's why those Geico ads are so good because they're literally they, five seconds long. <laughs> they are good. They really are, you know. Um, uh, there's nah, one commercial, one Geico commercial that the commercial was literally this commercial. It's something like this commercial is only five seconds long, so you can't skip us, Geico. Yep, <laughs> something like that. But you remembered it. Yeah, I did. You, I did. You remembered it, and you remembered it enough that if some, if it were to come up in casual conversation, like it just did now, that you could bring it up at a party, and then subliminally, somebody that is looking for a new car insurance might even go to Geico. And I know that seems like a stretch, but it's better than a thirty-second ad that no one's going to pay yeah, attention that everyone to. Skips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Plus, we were just talking about Geico just now. Right. I'm Plus, not being paid by Geico. I'm just saying. No, not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, <laughs> But plus, from, from a pure marketing standpoint, a five-second ad, arguably, depending on how many uh, pieces of inventory it has, a five-second ad is going to be cheaper than a 30-second ad, mm. depending, on how, uh, depending on the cost of the inventory to, to place that ad. So, um, but that's, that's uh, it's also why, like, if you watch other YouTube channels or even on Facebook, you're watching the video, and then in the middle of the video, there's an ad. Because people will skip the ads in the beginning, and they won't even pay attention to the ads at the end. But in the middle, if you're engaged in the video, and then there's an ad, you have to watch it because you want to see the rest of the video. That's interesting. And I just got paid. So, I, I feel bad about putting what are called mid-roll ads, so I don't put mid-roll ads, but they do pay the most. That's why. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's a whole rigmarole of um of finding a balance with your with your uh, uh with your audience. You know what works best for your audience. What's going to work best for you monetarily. Um, and then for me, honestly, yes, you know, uh, getting paid from YouTube is is great. But I was not getting paid for years, and I still did it because yeah. I loved it. Yeah. You know, the goal wasn't to get the paycheck. It, it, it is definitely nice and it helps out. You know, I'm not going to lie about that, but just creating the content and being able to, to really do something that I really enjoy, which is talking about and teaching about a product, um, that makes it that much better. Right. I, I completely agree. Um, I want to talk about some of your other projects too, to give it, to give them a little bit of love. Uh, sure. Besides Lazy Tech TV, <laughs> sure, is there another one that you're really um, into or working on? I know you got the vape channel. Yeah, so Lazy Tony Vapes uh, started that uh, about a year ago. We just hit over 
I want to say 400 subs uh, last week. Was it 400 or 300? I got to double check. <laughs> um, but in any event, yeah, it was something that um, some friends of mine kind of came to me with because they they saw my YouTube channel, the the, um, the the tech channel, and they said, you know, the way that you describe like the simplest technologies, like a mouse, for example, is but it's it's simple but it's also very interesting and we want you to uh review like all these different e-liquids and these these tanks and stuff like that and uh, when they so someone gave you the idea someone yeah because i wouldn't have done it myself i honestly wouldn't have thought of it myself because like i enjoy like uh you can castigate me all you want listeners but i enjoy vaping um better much better than smoking that i did for, since i was 13 years old but um when they said, hey, uh, this would be a really cool idea, and on top of that, we'll pay for all of that, I was like, oh, well, then, yeah, let me. Yeah, <laughs> sign me it. up then. Yeah. Sign me up. So you, you talk about for doing to, to vape and create content. Yeah, or? so vape and create. They, you, talk, <laughs> you talk about sponsors. I mean, this is a sponsor like almost through and through. They don't pay a salary to me or anything like that. But with regard to fueling and 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 uh offset funding uh the uh the um, the channel that allows me to invest into other things like microphones and, and better cameras so things like the mod which is $70 the tank which is $40 the e-liquid which is 60 like I don't have to worry about that I just have to create and I and um yeah uh, 403 subscribers. Nice. So um yeah no it's, I'm not sure if I subbed on it but I'll make sure I do. Yeah, thanks man. No, it's yeah. it's um it's 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 also the the thing about the vape world is that it's also its own kind of subculture. You know? So uh I have to cater to to them but I I take my analytical mindset from the tech area and bring it over there to kind of you know uh Talk about it in a, like not a very analytical way, but like a laid back, you know, uh, mm. in a lazy way. I mean, that's why it's called lazy <laughs> pony vapes. You know, it's just I don't I don't want to get all too uh, lazy too mumbo jumbo vapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so it's cool. fun, man. And uh, the I uh, I mean, even that has its own conventions as well, too. I've been I've been to one of them. So and we did some interviews over there and talked to some uh, advocates for the for the industry and and talk about um you know how e-cigarettes e um weighs in on like actual tobacco especially here in California and and the differences uh, across the world like how it is in in London versus over here it's it's, it's crazy that's really cool I was just looking back cuz I I heard Cynthia opening the door my wife Oh yeah so <laughs> <laughs> So I was thinking, okay, maybe I'll I'll, I'll wrap things up. Sure, man. And I feel like we I gotta do this again because there's so much things you're working on that I'm I'm curious to learn more about, and we could maybe talk about it another time. Maybe yeah, dude. Have you come back as an as a guest again? I, 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 I know the two things I wanted to, to to hear about was just your job and then Lazy Tech TV. And yeah, my my pleasure, man. Hopefully, you. I know just me hearing what you're doing because i could relate to making videos and editing and having those late nights staying up till two because you're just in the zone and then you have to yep. wake up early the next day yeah and even though it's a grind it's in a weird way like i love it and so yeah you're kind i want to see like, more i want to see more vlogs out of you out of you man <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was doing the vlog to 
to practice. I was practicing the videoing because I took a video class or a videography class on Udemy.com. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. I yeah. Took two Great courses, website. One yeah. on cinematography because I love movies and I like. I was making fun videos for friends, like when we went to a trip to San Francisco. I made this little video. I made this stop animation video for Cynthia, and I wanted to play around with more video stuff. And I was like, um, what's the best way I could like shoot videos? And I said, maybe I'll just start a vlog. And I do watch people's random vlogs here or there. And mm -hmm. that's when I started it. But recently I stopped because I just was running out of time, time management. Yeah. And I, at my job right now, I took on a teaching gig over time. So on top of my job already as a career counselor. Mm -hmm. And that new thing right there i knew i needed to really focus on it yeah so that's why i was like you know what i think i'll just i'll stop for now but when summertime comes then i'll get back more into it but what's cool about this podcast it, it kind of scratches that itch yeah still it kind of gives me something to do and to me actually podcasting is a lot easier because it's just talking with friends mm -hmm. just recording it yeah and so this is a lot more manageable than doing the vlog so no, when I, I see agree. people like Casey uh, Neistat and stuff, or people who vlog daily and it's really good quality, I'm like, man. Yeah, but you also realize, I mean, Casey Neistat's a little bit different because he he definitely has big projects under tow. But a lot of these other like daily vloggers, that's literally their job, right? You know, and so yeah, they don't they, have yeah the day job like we do. And, yeah, and I like um, my job. I'm not. I don't see exactly. myself going anywhere. But yeah, that does I mean, take up eight hours of my day or more. Yeah, I mean, it like I I would argue if your daily vlogs were hitting like a hundred thousand views a day, and you still had a day job and you could offset your day job uh, income from what's coming from YouTube and all the other things that are coming from YouTube, like other sponsorships and opportunities, then yeah, you might want to consider moving over. But I don't know, like you, like. I can't just do the one thing, right? Yeah. Like I, I yeah. gotta I gotta do other things. So Yep. Yeah. Very cool, man. All right. I think that's it. I'll cool, add your links to all your channels and everything on the show notes or description or whatever. But hey, it was good to catch up and maybe yeah, we'll, you too, man. uh hang out one day. Maybe I'll get Celeste on here. I'll get you on here again. But Most maybe tough. next time I'm in Vallejo, I'll hit you up. Maybe we'll yes. get Fuji's. Yep. There you go. There you yeah. go. We'll do a double date. I'll finally meet your wife. I don't think I've ever met her. <laughs> How about Joe? Have you seen uh, Talk to Jomo still, my brother? No, dude. I haven't talked to Jomo yeah. or Jason, you know? I mean, honestly, the last time we had interaction with your family was when your mother used to watch uh, my daughter for a little bit. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know? I didn't yeah. know that. I got yeah. to talk to my mom more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, when uh, when Estrella was, God, she was. I had just started work, so she was. She was maybe one and a half, two years old. More like two years old. Like the, the, your your mom used used to watch her for for a few hours. Hmm. Didn't know that. Okay, yeah. so we gotta <laughs> meet in person one day. We'll we'll figure. It I'm out. down, dude. Definitely, right. man. Thanks, Tony. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah, you too. Take care.